Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is the Practice Squad Podcast. My name is Don Cherry. I went to school at Villanova University. I graduated with a finance major in three and a half years with a minor in entrepreneurship. Um, Why I'm making this podcast is because after I went to college, I played four years in college. I was a three-time All-American, runner-up for the Buck Buchanan Award, and I got a chance to play in the NFL. And when people speak about the NFL and talk about the NFL, it's from the mindset of a fan. And that's not necessarily wrong, but the problem with the fan is that they don't understand the true gravity and weight of what's going on in an NFL locker room. They don't really understand the background politics and the financial standpoints and the personalities and the chemistry. There's all these little things that go into making an NFL team successful. And that's part of the reason why I want to make this podcast. It's for the audience to know that it's not just NFL superstars doing whatever they want, sitting in the locker room, practicing, and that's it. It's a very complex game. It's a lot of emotions. It's physical. It's mental. It's so many different aspects of life put into one game. And that's really the reason I want to do it. So I got the chance to play for the Bears after... Um, Villanova. I was an undrafted free agent leading up to the NFL draft. I was projected between the fifth and the seventh round. Winded up not getting drafted and got signed to the Chicago Bears uh, about a couple hours after the draft. I go to the Chicago Bears. I'm there for two weeks and I get released just saying it's a numbers game. So I got introduced to the NFL really early in that aspect. I feel like I you know, was playing well. I wasn't making mistakes. Um, And I still got released. And that was before I even got to put on pads in the NFL. That was before uh, camp and everything. That was just during OTA. So just mini camp, no pads, nothing. So that was kind of my start to the NFL. It was kind of like a, you know, punch right in the face, a wake-up call of like, this is the NFL. So I go through a couple months of training, hoping I'm going to get something, have a couple workouts. And then the Eagles call me and say, hey, why don't you come work out, Don? Um, We're going to work you out on Friday. So I go, okay, Friday, no problem, cool. So I get ready to go. I get there on Friday. I don't work out Friday, but I stay over in the hotel and I work out Saturday. So I have this workout Saturday. It's me and two other kids, and we're just getting our asses run through drills as quick as possible, and we're getting burned out. Some kid pulled his hamstring, and I was kind of the last one standing. So they brought me on essentially to be what is called a camp body. What a camp body is is means that this is a person that they just want for the 90-man roster to fill their roster, and after a couple of weeks, they're just going to cut me. I basically have no chance. I'm a dead man walking. So I get signed as a camp body on Saturday, or yeah, on Saturday, and then I go over to the f- facility on Sunday, having being signed. Now I'm a Philadelphia Eagle. I go through all my paperwork. I go through my physicals. I meet a couple kids on the team, and then I talk to the GM, Howie Roseman, and some of those guys, and they tell me, hey, you're playing second-string Mike tomorrow. Um, good luck. Here's the playbook. So I was handed probably a over a 100-page playbook that I had to learn in basically one night, and that night I stayed up till 4.30 a.m. and spent a couple hours crying just because I was so stressed and so frustrated with this uh, burden bestowed on me from the standpoint of these guys had so many weeks and months to train and learn the playbook and get walked through everything. And I was just kind of thrown into the fire here. I spent my time with Chicago, um, learned their whole playbook, got cut there and then got signed here and was told I need to learn a playbook in a night. So it was definitely frustrating for me. So I get cut from the Bears. 
kind of like a punch in the face. And then I'm told, hey, you got to learn this NFL playbook in one night, basically. So I stay up until 4.30 a.m., um, get on the bus to go to the facility at 5.30 a.m., and somehow through the 90-53 to 53 man roster, I wind up not getting released until the last two guys, and I get re-signed to the practice squad with the Eagles. So it's a pretty crazy story, I mean, up until that point, but it gets even crazier from the standpoint of, for the Eagles, that first year that I was with them on the practice squad, I got cut seven or eight times. It was coming to a point where I was getting cut basically every single week. I was getting brought in on a, I was getting brought in on a Tuesday, uh, practicing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, getting cut on Friday. So I was sitting on my ass Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, game day Sunday, I was sitting on my ass and then Monday comes around and they bring in three or four guys, you know, LSU, Alabama, Clemson, all these big time guys that didn't get drafted or didn't get a chance or a couple years removed from the league to replace me essentially because what they valued in me was, I guess, my work ethic and they thought that they could find a better athlete or a better person to fit the build that they wanted. So every Monday they were bringing in more people. Um, that was obviously super stressful. Um, and I found out actually because I was stretching one Monday and, you know, I saw like four guys working out. Um, so that was hard, you know, just going through that process and just knowing every week I'm probably going to get cut. Um, and you know, they didn't really have any value in me. So I didn't know what my future was at the Eagles, which was hard. So I'm living this life and then the off season comes around and, you know, I'm just training hard and second year comes with the Eagles and, I work my ass off and I get to first string kickoff, first string kick return, first string punt, first string punt return. I'm basically starting on all special teams. And, um, you know, I'm playing. Our first preseason comes around against Green Bay. I have a pretty solid game, maybe one or two minuses. You know, did my job perfectly on special teams. And, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. I didn't have a productive game, but I felt like I was, you know, in the right places. So... I felt like I, you know, showed that I can do the job at least. And now it was time, you know, take it to the next level and make some plays. The problem was that when I arrived to practice, you know, the following week after that preseason game, I look at the roster and I'm third string kickoff, third string kick return, third string punt, third string punt return. And I'm, you know, looking at this roster, like, how can this be? You know, my stomach is in my throat, I'm feeling sick, I don't know what's going on, because I was third string on this roster for so long, for a whole entire year with the Eagles, third and fourth string, and then I come back this year, third and fourth string, you know, grind my way up to second, work my ass off, work my ass off even harder to get to first string, you know, busting my tail, meeting with every coach after every practice of every two a day, every single day, seven days a week, meeting with these coaches, trying to tell them that I'm committed and I want to do this, and I will do anything to make this team. And to see that was obviously really hard and very disheartening. So I see that and I try to find the special teams coach before practice. I can't. I go out to practice. I'm about 20 minutes through practice and the head coach or the special teams coach comes up to me and goes, Hey man, sorry. Um, we really like Nate Gary, which was a fourth round draft pick. We really like Nate Gary. Um, the front office is saying they really like Nate Gary. And if I had to choose between you and Kamu Grugier-Hill, which is uh, another linebacker who plays for the Eagles currently, I'm going to have to choose Kamu because he plays better in space. And then he and then he ran away, and that was it. And I didn't get a chance to talk to him. I didn't get a chance to say anything. So that was kind of my first, like, whoa, this is, man, this is, this is how cutthroat it is. Because in my opinion, I, 
I had a pretty, pretty good OTA. I had a pretty good mini camp. Um, my camp was going well. I was working hard. But the problem was that Nathan Gary was a fourth-round draft pick. And no disrespect to him. I think he's a great player. But I felt like at the time I was playing very well, and I think I was playing at a higher level than him. But the problem in the NFL is that it's a game of money. It's a business, right? So Nathan Gary's a fourth-round draft pick, right? He has $600,000 invested in him. So they're going to keep that guy every single time over the undrafted guy who has $0 invested in him because in the chance that that 600 k guy develops, they don't want to lose him. They'd rather lose the guy that's worth nothing because my chance to develop is a lot smaller than a drafted guy. That's a big problem with the NFL and the draft process. The other big problem with the NFL is the fact that the GMs care about their reputation so much. Howie Roseman uh, is a great example. He's so obsessed with his reputation that he would rather cut undrafted guys or guys that he didn't draft every single time over guys that he drafted because the sheer fact of the matter is that he cares about his reputation so much that he will keep every single guy that he drafted before he admits a mistake. Before he admits that he might have not had a good draft pick or might not have, might not have had a good draft class, he would rather just go and cut every single person that he doesn't know. And that's, and that's two of the big problems with the NFL that I believe need to be changed. But regardless of that, I went from a 1-3 to three essentially overnight with very minimal explanation and you know I tried to bust my ass as hard as I could obviously I was super discouraged you know uh, my drive was so much lower but I mean I was trying to work my ass off and get there I got released and then I got a call from the Miami Dolphins a couple weeks later and they said hey you want to come and uh, play for us you know we'll give you a future contract you're gonna have to make the team and go through mini camp and OTAs and everything again like is that something you'd be interested in and I just told them I know um it's not going to be something I'm interested in. And that was probably the hardest moment of my life, really trying to come to terms with the fact that I wasn't necessarily giving up on a dream or the NFL. It was more of the standpoint of I need to make a decision for my future and I need to make a decision that's going to help me in the future and obviously with my life. And I think at that time, to be able to have the option to go play for the Dolphins, is, it's really hard to say no to. And I know anybody listening would say, man, I would take that opportunity in a heartbeat. But it's hard, right? Because you didn't live the situation that I did and you didn't you know, go through the things that I did. And we'll talk about it more throughout this series. But, I mean, that's the real premise of this podcast. It's to tell you those real-life stories. It's to get you connected with all these players you might not know or you never heard of or these guys who you see are superstars now. And you're like, wow, this guy was an undrafted free agent. He had to play for seven teams before he made a team and was actually good. I mean, that happens a lot, more than you would ever know. And so the point of this podcast is to talk to you guys about that stuff and to bring you closer to those players and to keep you informed because we want you to know what's going on with the NFL and we want you to know what's going on behind closed doors. And we know you guys care about that stuff. So that's what this is all about. So I hope you guys enjoyed my little story. I'm going to keep telling you guys more throughout this podcast, just little tidbits as I talk to my guests. I think it's important for someone to have perspective on the whole situation that's running the podcast. And that's why I feel like I'm a good fit for it because I've been through it for almost three years with the Bears and the Eagles. And I'm going to bring on people that have way crazier stories than me and way more trials and tribulations. But the point is that we all have a different journey to get to where we are today. Even you guys who aren't NFL players, we all have a different journey. And the NFL is the same thing. It's the same crazy life journey just in a couple years. You have you just trying to make it in the NFL and make it in the cutthroat business that it is. So 
I hope you guys really enjoyed that story. And we're going to keep bringing those every single week, different stories, different questions, different perspectives. It's going to be very open-ended and it's going to be very relaxed. So if you guys ever have any questions or want to see any guests, just feel free to email any of the practice squad people from the website. So pretty much you go on the practice squad.org and then you can leave any feedback there. If you want to see new people, if you have questions for certain people, I'll get any information out to you guys that you need. And eventually we're going to get everything going with social media and stuff. But right now we're just working on that ground level, that foundation. So we're going to bring in people, people that I played with, people that I played against, people you guys know, people you guys don't know. And we're just going to talk. And that's pretty much it. And you guys are going to hear the behind the scenes real stuff about the NFL not that fancy stuff that you see on you know sports center not that stuff you see across the ticker it's going to be the real nitty and gritty stuff so next week we have my really really good friend Austin Calitro he's a former Villanova football player he's a two-time all-american he's an awesome player he played for sheesh five teams before he finally stuck well he played for the Seahawks twice so four so that's going to be an awesome story for you guys to hear he had a crazy journey you know getting cut three times in like a month so tune in next week we're going to have a show every single Sunday starting Super Bowl Sunday with Austin Calitro's story this is just a little bit of an intro and then we're going to go every Sunday we're going to have a new player from the practice squad who played on the practice squad who was undrafted or who has perspective on it so next week we got Austin Calitro I hope you guys tune in and enjoy the show and if you guys have any questions head over to the practice squad.org and feel free to leave me any feedback thanks so much guys and enjoy mm-hmm.